Welcome to Holy Savior Sermons, bringing you the weekend sermons given at Holy Savior Church. Well, this morning we're going to wrap up our series, Still Not Okay, short two-week series, Still Not Okay. Because so often, you know, we may say as we gather for worship, as we meet people, how you doing? Oh, I'm okay. I'm great. The reality is often we are not okay. And over this last really 18 months plus, a lot of us have been through a lot of things. have experienced a lot of stuff that would make us not okay. We have a lot of things that seem to kind of weigh us down. You feel a little weight on your shoulder sometimes? Well, thinking about weight, we're going to do a little um, kind of get your brains moving this morning. Again, I've been up since 3 o'clock, so hopefully your brains are moving. So here's, you're going to, really quick, you're going to make a decision. You know, what do you think is heavier? Which one weighs more? Does an elephant weigh more or does 3.3 million pennies weigh more? How many say the elephant weighs more than 3.3 million pennies? How many think 3.3 million pennies weigh more? Wow. More people think the pennies weigh more than the elephant. Well, you would be correct because an elephant weighs somewhere around about 2.1 million pennies. All right, so I can tell you that your brains are starting to wake up. Let's do another one here. Golden Gate Bridge or 532 billion Skittles. How many of you love Skittles? Oh, I love Skittles. Those are just, just they're fun. I don't know if I could eat 532 billion Skittles. All right. Let's do this. How many think 532 billion Skittles weighs more than the Golden Gate Bridge? Not too many. How many think the Golden Gate Bridge weighs more than 532 billion Skittles? You would be correct because the Golden Gate Bridge weighs somewhere around 710 billion Skittles. That is a lot of Skittles. I wonder if they've ever made that many Skittles in the entire history of Skittles. I don't know. You would be, yeah, as one said, you'd be really fat. You would, you would have a sugar high for a long time. All right, here's the next one. The total amount of beef served at every McDonald's, sorry, only in the United States, so I know sometimes we've got folks in Poland that might watch, only U.S. locations. So either the beef served at McDonald's, U.S. locations only, or 867 million Cheeto Puffs. Again, I just like the Skittles. I love Cheeto Puffs. That's a lot of Cheeto Puffs. All right, how many think there are as more beef served every day at McDonald's at U.S. locations only than there are as at 867 million Cheeto Puffs? Oh, kind of a little bit 50-50. All right, kind of drum roll ready. Here's the answer. The answer is that the total amount of beef patties served at McDonald's, U.S. locations only, with summers about 1.2 billion Cheeto Puffs. That's a lot of beef. All right, we've got a few more here for you. An empty Boeing 737 airplane or 619,000 bananas. There's a lot of food themes here, by the way, because I'm always hungry. So 619,000 bananas or an empty Boeing 737 airplane. How many of you think this empty 737 weighs more than the bananas? How many think that the bananas weigh more than the airplane? I think the bananas are a little bit higher than the um, Boeing you know who's right? Those of you who said that 619,000 bananas weighs more than the empty 737, because an empty 737 only weighs 186,000 bananas. All right, we got one more for you here. The Great Sphinx of Giza or 312 million post-it notes. I love post-it notes. I'll give you just a second to think there, you know, uh, which one it is. All right, let's do it really quick. Survey says, 
How many say the Great Sphinx weighs more than the post-it notes? Well, most of you do. How many say that, that the post-it notes weigh more than the Great Sphinx? Well, for those of you who thought that the post-it notes were weighing more than the Great Sphinx, sorry, no, no, no. The Great Sphinx weighs somewhere about 426 million post-it notes. That's a lot of post-it notes. Wow. Well, you know, I talk about, again, things that weigh and that weigh a lot. You know, there are physical weights, but we also talk about sometimes the things that weigh on us, the things that overwhelm us, the things that make us honestly say sometimes, I'm still not okay. I still feel that stress. I, 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 I've been waiting. I, I'm stressed with the politics going on. I, you know, I feel a sense of being lost or alone. I've got doubts. I've got fears. You know, COVID and, and finances and all this stuff is just crazy. And I feel all of that weighing on me. Maybe not 426 million post-it notes worth of weight, but I feel the weight of sometimes even the world on my shoulders. Anyone ever feel like that? A few of you. I'm going to learn some lessons from all of you then, because you never feel that weight. Oh, we all feel that weight sometimes. We all feel that stress in our lives. Well, let's take a look here. We're going to read two slides here. The scripture together that we heard just a few minutes earlier, I'll put this in context first, just in case you're not familiar with this text. This is a text that we often read in the church calendar, uh, either on Monday, Thursday, and or on Good Friday. Jesus had just celebrated that special meal, the Lord's Supper, with his disciples. Judas has gone away, you know, and is getting paid to betray Jesus. Jesus is in the Garden of Gethsemane. He has his disciples with him. He says, you know, pray with me. And he's praying, and they fall asleep. He's praying, and they fall asleep. And Judas is nearing. And Jesus now is in the Garden, and, and he prays, and he's stressed. This, this thing that's about to happen. Let's read these words together. Jesus walked on a little way. Then he knelt with his face to the ground and prayed. And then next slide. My father, if it is possible, don't make me suffer by having me drink from this cup. But do what you want and not what I want. Your will be done, not my will. You know, and the reason I love this is as we looked at last week, Lazarus. Remember in the story, the event of Lazarus, Jesus, as he gets to the tomb, he does what? He, he weeps, you know, he, he cries. And we get a glimpse of Jesus' humanity as, you know, Jesus being fully God and fully human. And here's another glimpse of his humanity as he is dealing with the stress of what's about to happen to him. Because what's about to happen is that his friend Judas is going to come with some soldiers and the religious leaders. He's going to betray Jesus with a kiss. And Jesus is going to be carried away and have a mock trial. And then after the mock trial, you know, they can't put him to death because they're occupied by the Romans. So the Jewish leaders will bring him to Pontius Pilate. And Pontius Pilate will because it's politically safe for him to do so. He sentences Jesus to death by crucifixion. And so Jesus, after he's beaten, scourged, a crown of thorns on his head, he's brought to Golgotha and he's crucified there. He suffers the pain of crucifixion, a terrible way to die. But, but the pain and the, the weight that he really is bearing there is more than, you know, 2.1 million pennies. It's more than 710 billion Skittles or 186,000 bananas. He has the weight of the sins 
of the world. Every sin that we've ever committed, every sin that we ever will commit, he brings all that on himself. But what I love in this passage is that when Jesus is dealing with this stress, even though he knows what's about to happen, he says, Father, if there's another way I would do that, but if this is the only way, I'm going to do it. But you know, what does Jesus do in this stressful moment? Or maybe better the question is, where does he go? To whom does he go? He goes to his Father. He goes to his Father in prayer. And we see that what Jesus shows us, when we are dealing with those stressful moments, when we feel that the weight on our shoulders that we can go to the Father. It also makes these words here, we're going to read some other scripture in just a moment here, it makes the words that he shares with us a little earlier in Matthew's gospel very true. It makes the promise that he offers us real and genuine. Let's read these next two slides together. Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. For I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. My yoke is easy, and my burden is light. Find rest in me. I mean, the wonderful promise that Jesus offers to you today is rest. When we feel weary and heavy burden, we feel overwhelmed. Really quick, let's kind of define those two words, weary. That word weary in the the original Greek language there is a word that means discouraged, exhausted, worn out, in danger of giving up, fatigued, fatigued, tired. Anyone ever feel like that? Ever feel discouraged? Ever feel exhausted? Ever feel worn out? Maybe in danger of just giving up altogether? Maybe you're just tired, fatigued. That's what it means when Jesus says, those of you who are weary. And the next word there, burden. You know, two words that that come together, kind of a cause and effect here. Burden is to place a burden upon something or someone. Is to load up as when you're placing a load on an ox. So when Jesus is talking here, you know, he's talking about this yoke. If you know what a yoke is, you usually think of an ox or like a horse. And usually, you know, an ox or a horse sometimes has one yoke. And Jesus is saying, you know, take my yoke. So in other words, he's going to walk alongside of us. But you think again about those burdens and those stresses. Maybe you say, I really don't know if I have any. And Jesus is inviting us to bring all of our burdens to him. So, you know, when our burdens, we talk about burdens, you know, we think about that when we have burdens, they've got to be gigantic, big, heavy burdens. Like maybe, you know, COVID is a big, heavy burden for some of us. And so here we go. We'll see how long it stays up there. You know, it's a burden, but you know, it's not always the heavy burdens that we have. You know, you can shout out some burdens. You know, I know sometimes some of the burdens we have that we stress about is we stress about things like money. Anyone ever stress about money? You either are like really shy, like, like I'm the only one here in this sermon just for myself. You know, our um, um, relationships with other people, we'll just put stick figures. This is my artistic version of other people. Family, friends, you know, especially with politics, right? I mean, I, how many of you know someone who does not think the same way that you do politically and you've butted heads with them or they've rubbed you wrong or you've rubbed them wrong? Again, it's only me. Thanks a lot. <laughs> you know, we have that. And, and we look at things and you think, I just got, I'm not, and this is, uh, I don't know, this is, this, this, 
That just, that's sin in our life. Because, you know, we all have some sin in our lives that we feel like it's a burden that we can't maybe get rid of it. You know, we talk about the ways that we deal with things. You might say, you know, I've not been dealing with this whole kind of COVID thing the way that I should be. Oh, good, that burden's gone. Whew. <laughs> but I still got more, you know. And the thing is, you know, we don't need just one. By the way, you know, like one sticky note, one of these little post notes weighs point zero one five ounces, about less than half a gram. But what often happens is, you know, I'm not going to keep writing here, is that, you know, we carry some big burdens, but we have a lot of little burdens that just kind of add up on us. Look at that. Ooh. I've got burdens. I've got burdens everywhere. And, you know, and we have all these burdens on us, you know, and, and we, 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 we fail to follow Jesus' promise, right? Again, you can say this with me because it's on the screen. You know, Jesus is inviting you to bring all of your burdens to him. And so often we like to hold on to the burdens. These are my burdens. What's amazing, you know, and what we need to understand that, you know, to be human, to be human, to be human is to have burdens. It is to be stressed. It is to struggle. It is to hurt. It is to feel at times overwhelmed, tired, and fatigued. It's part of living in a world that is broken by sin. And thankfully, we have a Savior that when he said, if there's another way, I would take it. But when there was no other way, when there was no other way to save us, to be there for us, our Savior went to the cross. Now, it'd be great if, you know, when Jesus says that we could get rid of all of our burdens, that, you know, that's what he's really saying. He's not saying that he's going to magically make all of our burdens go away. What he's telling us and what he's promising us is that we can bring our burdens to him and that he will help us carry the load. I want this to sink in for you. God's love for you. God's love that he would step into this world and his son, Jesus Christ, that Jesus would take the burdens of our sins upon himself so that he can make up, he can forgive our sins and he can make this wonderful promise to us. Many promises, but one of the wonderful promises is that we can bring our burdens to him. We don't have to carry it alone. It's okay if you're still not okay right now. And there are those moments in our lives where we really know that we are not okay, that we feel the burdens and the stress of life, the situations we are struggling with. But Jesus invites us to allow him to help carry the burdens, to know that as we face these burdens, we're not alone. Our Savior is with us. We are not alone because he gathers us together with others who can pray for us and encourage us and to sometimes help us carry those burdens. We are not alone because a Savior who loves us, who died for us, is always with us and always there for us. God knows that you need rest. He knows that at times you are burdened and heavy laden. And he's inviting you to rest in him. Let's pray. Lord God, we give you thanks and praise for the gift of your amazing love and grace for us in Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus, we are thankful that even as you prayed in the garden, you went to the Father, you showed us that when we are stressed, we can go to the Father. More than that, Lord, you took on the burdens of our sin. And as you took on the burdens of our sin, it makes all those promises we find throughout Scripture true. They're genuine. You validated all of those promises. Lord, we thank you. There's a validation of this promise for us today, that our burdens... Our weariness, our stresses, those things that weigh us down, that upset us, that overwhelm us, Lord, 
that while you may not remove them, you do promise to help us rest in you. You promise to help carry them. So that, Lord, as we rest in you, we find strength in you. As we rest in you, we experience your love and your amazing grace for us. We thank you for this, Jesus. We pray that, Lord, you would enable us in faith to accept your invitation, that today we will bring our burdens to you. We pray this, Jesus, in your powerful name. God's people say, Amen. For more information about Holy Savior, including service times and location, please visit holysavior.org. Thanks for listening, and until next time, God bless.